Great. Thank you for everyone being here tonight. Otherwise, whereby or why YouTube platform? Let's meditate together. Everybody knows meditation, right? It's such a very popular word we often hear from the media. So there are different people sharing different techniques to meditate. Actually, how to meditate is not so difficult, right? Because it's only about some techniques we can learn and practice. But understanding what is meditation is a very different story. The very process of understanding meditation is meditation. So tonight, let's do again to sit down here. You do it at your home, I do it here at my home. Let's explore the mind together to understand what is meditation. Actually, we can see that meditation is life. Life is meditation. So the very process of understanding meditation is to understand life. To understand life, to understand why the life is so chaotic. Why the life is so struggling. The way to understand this life, your life, my life, but it's the life. It's not yours, it's not mine. It's just the life. The way to understand life is the way to liberate one from all the chaos. People may ask, who can help me understand the life? Can you be my teacher to teach me what is life like? I hope I can be your teacher, but very unfortunately, I couldn't. Nobody can. Sounds very sad, right? Nobody can really teach you what's life like until you can go through it and feel it, experience it.
there's no other people can really do something for you. Only you yourself can do it. The very very process of understanding your life can be only done through your inner exploration. Because you know your mind. Because you are the mind. I don't know your mind because I'm not your mind. So, have you ever noticed that we always want to rely on someone else to give us something to eat? To understand the, that very tendency to seek help from an authority is probably the biggest challenge for people to understand themselves. In other words, or in a nutshell, authority blocks learning. When you follow an authority, you stop learning immediately. If you want to learn about yourself, you couldn't follow any authority. Learning about the self requires a tremendous honesty. To call speed speed, that's not easy. We are so cunning in wrapping up all kinds of things into very beautiful, wonderful ideas. Can we see things as they are? You can say there are so many different difficult things on this planet, but probably one of the most difficult things is to be truly honest. Be honest with yourself. That's very difficult. Only when we are really honest with ourselves, we could really see the things, see it, not interpret it, not run away from it, not go to some ideas and uh, just take refuge in some take refuges in some ideas. Not that that. Just look at the mind. Look at the anger, the jealousy, the petty mind. Have you, ever have you ever noticed that we have created such a very, very thick wall, which is called the self, to protect yourself psychologically? 
with that ball, we couldn't see anything. So to meditate is to see things through the wall. To demolish the wall so we could see things as they are. So that's meditation. So today's topic is about competence. I think it's a topic many people might be very interested in. And it can be a little challenging for people who seem to be a little introvert or what we call sensitive to be competent. So today, let's look at that topic a little bit. What is confidence? Before we start that topic, please, I'm inviting you to stay here for three minutes for pure quietness. You can meditate in these three minutes. You can also reflect for the whole day, how many moments you were not present. So after these three minutes, let's come back to this topic.
providence. What is that? What is your impression about this word? What does confidence mean to you? Bob? Uh, <clears throat> I would say uh, trust in oneself. Anna? I think it's like you are happy with yourself. Happy you with are it. With, yeah, with yourself. This is how I see confidence. Like you are able to project and impose your opinions to others by convincing them or negotiating or questioning them or so far because you are, you trust on yourself. So every time we mention confidence, it conveys a sense of certainty. When you speak something or when you do something, you feel certain and very firm to do things, to speak things, to talk about anything. So many people really want to be confident. I want to be confident. You want to be confident. She want to be confident. But is confidence something that can really want or not? Can you really want something? Like I want confidence, but then confidence just comes back to me and I'm confident. Is confident a thing that we can want? Or is something different or very different? I want confidence. Now, who am I? What is confidence? When one is confident, isn't it the one, the whole being of the one is confidence? If I say you have the confidence, actually you are the confidence, are you? There are other states which looks very similar to confidence, like narcissistic, like being conceited.
found outside, it might be difficult to really differentiate those states, right? Someone can be very conceited, very narcissistic. People can say, oh yeah, you are very confident. But does that confidence make you comfortable or not? If someone is confident, what's your feeling about that? Um, maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, maybe you have, uh, you can, uh, how is, um, uh, you're honest with yourself. <clears throat> and what also came up uh, to my mind was uh, uh, it's. Um, uh, associated feeling of optimism towards the future. Yeah. Confidence is something we need to look further. So, probably here, let's start talking about confidence found the difference between being conceited and being confident. I think just as Bob said, be honest with yourself and uh, feel optimistic about the future. How can we be confident? How can we be conceited? If one is conceited, one is very satisfied with the self, very contented with the self, which does not mean that one understands the self. I'm happy with myself. Well, look, I'm rich. But it doesn't mean that I understand myself. Being confident means what? Means you understand yourself truly. Then there's a certainty, naturally, right? I understand myself truly. So I have no doubt about myself as a whole being. I know the, the nature of my mind. Bob? Um, in the to totality of your own mind. And, and the totality of the mind because it also um, reflects how you think about the world, about other people. Exactly. When one understands the self, the one understands the whole world. Right? Each self 
has the same principle, has the same nature of the mind. When you know, oh, this is the mind, this is the fact about the mind, this is the truth about the mind, do you still doubt about yourself? So, like, just as Anna said, that in this kind of a business environment, I think it's also similar to the universe environment, people only be taught how to be more aggressive than the other. And uh, we just use, oh, yeah, this one is very ambitious. And all kinds of very ugly side of human beings. Why is ugly? Because there's a self. There are so many egos running there, fighting against each other. What should we do about that? As Anna asked, can we just see things as they are? Can we not react to so it here? Just we talk about this kind of a, a working environment. So I couldn't really give you any very concrete tips because I'm not in that environment. <laughs> so only you can have yourself, Anna, anyway. But I would think we can sh still share some insight about this part, little by little. Probably you can find your own way to handle it. You can, for sure, okay. I think. Not in university. I've been in university as well, and I found it exactly the same thing. And I left university because everybody was trying to yeah, pretend or be above each other and so on. Very ugly stuff. So I think it's a common thing. It's not only business. But it's the same, right? The people in different yeah. uh, locations, different institutes, different places, but share the same part of the human nature. The society is just um, making people more and more aggressive when people couldn't see the nature of the mind, couldn't see the illusion people are trapped in. Like the confidence here we mentioned. When we are confident, when one's confident, one is not in the domain of thoughts. Right? So as we've said before, The self, when one truly understands self, one can be confident. But the very process of understanding the self is not in the domain of thoughts. You know, no matter we are in university or in a business place, have you ever noticed that this is a mental game? If you are into it, you only get trapped. Notice you're wanting, still want to be in the game sometimes. That kind of thinking or the way to be involved in the game mentally can't really help us walk out of it until we 
totally deny, negate the mental game. It doesn't mean that you have to leave your job. It, uh, it just means that be aware this is the whole mental game you are in. So you shouldn't take it serious when you really deeply feel that oh, it's just a game. Why should I take it serious about that? Why do we react to it? Because we take it seriously, subconsciously. So when we see things as they, they are, which means that we negate this mental construct totally. We call it bullshit. With that way, we can carry on with life. It's very important to negate the mental construct, this mental game. Because being confident is nowhere in the thoughts. You can't be confident why thinking I'm confident. You can't. But, we, but I can be conceited with my thoughts when, I, when I'm con contented with my ego, myself. I can be arrogant. That's in the domain of thoughts. If I say I'm aggressive, I'm also because in the deep domain of thoughts, driven by the self. So, for one to be really confident, we have to understand how the thoughts are generated and how the thoughts has become the part of life. If we react, react to thoughts, actually we react to the self. But if you react to thoughts, there's a self-defendence there, always. If you have a self-defendence, you couldn't be confident because you feel vulnerable when there's a sense of defense. To be confident, which means that we need to move our life out of thoughts. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't think, but just have the awareness that thoughts are in any way unimportant. It requires a, a lot of attention from us to understand the life, to understand how the life becomes chaotic because of thoughts, how the life becomes so divided also because of thoughts, how people can be, become so aggressive also because of thoughts. To understand the self, it's just part of thoughts. To understand this is to meditate, right?
and it's for all the listeners here. No matter you are working or studying in university or in the best places, I can imagine how, how annoying to, to stay in our environment. You, everyone has to figure out their own way to handle this situation. You don't, you don't have to run away from it. But just notice, realize the boundary of the thoughts. If you can walk out of that, which means that it includes a lot of aspects of our own self, our own ego, a lot of our own illusions we are holding on to. If we can examine it and negate it, and then nobody can hurt you. And how can you feel hurt? I think for most people, they couldn't really understand or feel how unimportant the thoughts are. That's why they are still clinging to thoughts for pleasure. That's why life becomes a struggle, right? Become a rife. When your life is not bothered by thoughts, there's a peace, there's a joy which has no opposite. The joy of life is from a state of non-thinking. Pleasure only comes from thoughts. Look at the people. To seek pleasure from thoughts, people become so aggressive, so, so aggressive. I want to dominate you so I can get pleasure. And you say, no way. I want to dominate you so, I get, so you get pleasure. Come on. I have to be more dominant than you are so I'm more, I take more pleasure from it. No matter people in where they are from, that's how the mental construct working. Because the pressure from thoughts, people become so aggressive. At the same time, they are so indifferent. When I have pressure from that thought, I don't care about you at all. Whether you die or hurt, I don't care. I only care about my pleasure. The pleasure makes society so indifferent. When a society is, is, is full of its pleasure, there's no compassion at all.
because everyone have no joy of life, only pleasure from foes. That's the stark fact about the society. So violent is it, so aggressive is it. A joy of life requires us to negate the thoughts totally. Don't mean that you don't think about that. You can still have thoughts, but you know that thoughts are in any way unimportant. So in a nutshell, the way to deeply realize thoughts are in any way unimportant is meditation. It requires your lot, a lot of attention, right, to examine your life, to understand which part of life is false, is illusion. When, you, when your life is out of thoughts, you, ha you have nothing to react to. Nobody can hurt you. You are competent. Also, making other people feel competent. If I'm competent and Bob feels threatened, that's not confidence. But that's the confidence that most people say, right? One feel confident, the others feel threatened. So, the facts are here, but most people can't see it because they are busy with all the pleasures from thoughts. Also busy with all the pains from thoughts. But when there's no thoughts, I mean, you are not bothered by thoughts. You are not attached to thoughts. There's a joy, there's a beauty of life. Even probably, for your workplace. There's also beauty that you can handle your situation without in the thoughts. I guess you will get a lot of fun from that. The fun to play with these people. To experience how the mind works just play with them. When you are able to play with them, it means that you have already negated this mental game totally. Else you can't play with them. You have to be in them, right? In that way, in that situation.
so as we have said many times, you know, that's the very simple fact. Thoughts are unimportant. But that's one of the most difficult facts we can convey to other people. From, from more than 2,000 years ago, from the, the, Buddhi, the Buddhism, the, the, the Shikamuni Buddha, to from Laozi, Zhuangzi, from the Chinese Zen master Hui Neng, about you know, 1,300 years ago, up to 40 years ago, Chris Namte. They are working for one message, those by any way, unimportant. And in the old times, there's no internet. So people are conveyed. People are just closed into a small place. But now, we have the internet. All kinds of terrible thoughts meet, meet each other. Look at this chaos of this earth. Most people never experience the beauty, only creates something more ugly. What shall we do? Nothing. Everyone who wants to explore the inner mind has to be serious about the mind, but also need to accept this fact that we can't do anything for that. Unless everyone is serious about the inner world. That's why what we can do now is just to influence people. We have to be in a game again of the thoughts to influence to influence them to influence them to work out of the thoughts. So I yeah, Bob? And and you do that by acting, not reacting. Exactly. Action. Acting. When will action happen? Action is always in the present. Thoughts is always past. An idea is always in the past. Only action is in the present. If we say we are present, means that we take actions now. now how can we take actions? Only after we say it, say the things as they are. When we are not blocked by thoughts, we can say it, right? We can say it. So, see and act. They are the pair. See your life, and take actions.
But when there's a thought, when it's become, when, when it's blind, thoughts only block the view. You can't see it. So this is a secret to be confident. Actually, it's not a secret. When we are not in the domain of thoughts, when you understand the whole structure of thoughts, there's a certainty which you can have without seeking authority. You don't need to seek any confirmation from authority. But you feel certain because you have explored it, you, know, you understand yourself. And there's a natural confidence. When, when you sh share this stuff with people, people will be, people will feel good. People won't feel threatened. Yeah, Bob? Um, yeah, um, but you mentioned before the, the kind of uh, circumstance uh, that Anna is talking about, um, work situation, university. Um, I think if it isn't tr uh, indeed uh, yeah, uh, happening that there are a lot of arrogant people, um, probably they will not accept your ideas or thoughts or your actions. I don't care. We don't care. Nobody cares. We do ours. It's up to them to, to accept or not. But we know that they are suffering. That's a fact. Nobody speak. No, nobody tell you I'm suffering, but we know that everyone's suffering. So we don't have to be in that game to experience the suffering. When you understand how the mind works, know how the self works, you know the suffering is inevitable. So people are so bitter, right? about each other in that situation. So if they want to change, they will take seriously about the mind. But if they don't want to change, we can do nothing about that. So it's a very interesting world, right? The people who are in the thoughts and the people who are not are in two very different dimensions. People might think I'm, I'm very strange, <laughs> right? Because we took something like, which is they, they couldn't really face. So they can heap opinions on us, on me about this kind of stuff. We couldn't help. We couldn't really stop their stupidity. 
only until they deeply feel the issue and they start to make a change. But for us, for you, for everybody, look within. There's a sky, vast and blue. That's a beauty in a very quiet and peaceful way. And this is meditation. This is the life. Not yours, not mine. It's just the life. So that's the general discussion about the topic, confidence. You see, every time we, we start a topic, you know, you know, in a different corner of life, but we always come back to the, 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 the center point is the thoughts, the self. It really requires each of us to feel it. No matter what I speak, but no matter what I said here, it doesn't matter. It's really up to you to feel it, to deeply realize, realize it, to have the courage to negate. Psychologically negate it. That's why, you know, we, go, we, we often say Chan or Zen is a philosophy of negation. By negating everything, you know what is life. By negating everything we have done, experienced, we know what is meditation. We can only negate thoughts to understand what is non-thinking, what is being present. You can't say I'm present without talking about thoughts, without negating the thoughts, right? So everything is about negation. Or in English, we call it cold bushes, right? Yes, same word. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that, Siko? Okay. So in, we also can use cold bushes. Yeah, the same. It's the same meaning. But it's a little offensive to many people. But here, I think it's safe to use that. Only after we negate things, we can really see the true side of things. So, you know, the truth is not something very complete or a big or one thing. It's a lot of small things. 
That's why we have to negate piece by piece to, un to understand what is below the each piece, which is the truth. Which means that it requires your attention, my attention, everybody's intention on their own life. So, any anything to comment or speak or yeah, um, the strange thing is uh, maybe it's difficult to put in the right words, but the past week uh, or the past days, I've been living like um, um, hey. a, um, I should just continue um, act. And um, it was kind of um, yeah, happening again and again. And yeah, I feel felt quite kind of um, at ease, uh, at peace with myself. Um, yeah, sometimes there are difficulties like not hearing what someone says or <laughs> uh, asking again. And, um, but uh, uh, that's life. And um, yeah, the, the, the feeling of Piece uh, that I encountered, um, yeah, more or less, it illustrates what you have been talking about this evening. That's it. In your life, we try to be aware of the thoughts in many subtle ways. To be in peace means that we have nothing to react to. So that's why, I just as Bob said, that we had to be subtle in a quieter way to notice how easy the thoughts can pop into the life. Like Bob said, there could be things happen again, 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 and there's a chance that thoughts can be triggered. So we have to be vigilant about the thoughts. You see, to be in that state requires us to have a lot of attention on that. And that's the wisdom people can have to handle the life. And thank you for Bob sharing this story with us. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, um, yeah. It's, I think, part of the story that you are uh, trying to convey to us. So I think in the past one hour, we haven't done any meditation. Today's topic is very hot. So we kept, we kept talking for a long time. So now I think it's by the end of today's session. So let's do 
the meditation now to come down again. Of course, it's always fun to, 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 to have a discussion over this topic. But the mind, the neurons, has been activated. Let's calm down the nerves and return to normal. This is the life, right? We can get some pleasure from thoughts, but thoughts are in any way unimportant. So follow the audio guide. Let's do meditation. Bob? Uh, one good thing of thoughts uh, is maybe that you can laugh about them. Exactly. So let's meditate and laugh together. Now, let's take a 10-minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath.
while you are listening to the bell. Check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. Great. I hope I hope everybody feels good now. Do you? Well, what a session, right? It's been one hour already. People via YouTube, also whereby we have spent the last one hour together meditating and reflection. Thank you for being here tonight with everyone, with you, with me, with everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Siko. Thank you, everybody. And we also have the the podcast recently uh, ready uh, on like Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify or whatever. There are so many platforms. So we just record the full session of the audio into podcast. So the sound should be very clear. And also, like Anna and Bob, because they also spoke today, so their voice also can be heard again while the podcast. Great. <laughs> Including Anna Laughter. Um, for sure. Huh? Thank you, Anna, for your um, uh, contributions. I'm a little bit worried now, talking about my work and then being broadcast everywhere. <laughs> I really appreciate your courage about speaking that. Anyway, and if you don't want to share it, let me know. I will delete it. So it's not a big issue at all. So I think about it. Okay. Um, and uh, if everybody want to uh, rewatch this session you can watch via the youtube channel or you can listen via the podcast and also our session is still open for any topics you can suggest and so if you find some topics can be very relevant to you and uh, want to you know uh, dis discuss about that you can either reach me via meetup or can just email me by hello at Mindiverse and to let me know so we can arrange a session about that topic in the near future. Uh, because, you know, we talk about life. 
So life is so diverse. So we can reach life from any point, which relies on you to suggest. Um, uh, last week, uh, you we had a topic about emotion last Wednesday, right? Yes. And I think it was on request of Anna. But uh, Anna, if you want to have a look at it, it is available uh, via the Mindiverse um, uh, podcast, I think. I will have a look. Thank you. Also YouTube. And on, uh, because even, even so we don't talk about emotions specifically, but even in the, in the future sessions, we still talk about that in a way or another because everything is connected. We need to see the totality of life. Also see all the connections between this and that. So thank you again tonight. And I hope everyone has a good evening and also have a good week. And uh, see you in the future sessions. Thank you, Siko, Anna, and everyone else. Um, have a great week. Uh, and enjoy your evening. All right. Same to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm.